This is the Green Girl and Doc podcast. The information discussed in these podcasts is not a substitute for your own physician. Please always seek a medical professional. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Girl Gone Green podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me today. I have a very special guest on. Her name is Jolene Hart. Jolene is a beauty and health coach certified by the world's foremost school for holistic health. NYC's Institute for Integrative Nutrition and the American of Drugless Practitioners. She's also the co-founder and director of education of the Nutritional Aesthetics Alliance. Through her coaching practices, Beauty is Wellness, she educates women about the powerful connection between nutrition and beauty. She has an international bestseller book, Eat Pretty, a companion journal, Eat Pretty, Live Well, and she has a brand new book out that came out in November called Eat Pretty Every Day. She also was a former InStyle beauty editor. I mean, what hasn't this woman done? I so admire her and I'm so excited to have her on and have her share all her information and just the nuggets that she's pulled from her years of experience with just making the connection between beauty and your skin and nutrition. So, okay, so without further ado, I am so excited to have Jolene Hart on today and have her share just so much about her life and her story and kind of her journey and how she started Beauty is Wellness and how she started or how what gave her the idea to write the books that that she has now. So take it away, Jolene. Yay. Thank you so much for having me, Susie. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I can definitely tell a little bit about my journey. Um, you know, my my business as a coach and my books all kind of came out of the same personal need, which sometimes I describe as desperation because I had been dealing with skin issues of my own for the better part of a decade. And through much of that time, um, ironically, I was working as a beauty editor. So it was, you know, my job to represent a magazine, um, you know, be the face of this, you know, popular culture guide. And then also to tell millions of women, you know, how to look beautiful and take care of their own skin. So I really felt, you know, very disingenuous for a while. You know, I was embarrassed taking meetings with skincare companies. I maybe that, you know, the best thing I learned in my days as a beauty editor was how to conceal my blemishes and how to, you know, kind of cover things up. But, you know, even though I had that beauty editor access to estheticians and dermatologists and just about any product that I could get my hands on, you know, companies are just so eager to send you samples and have you try their products. I never found anything that was a cure for me. And it just kept me, it kept pushing me to search deeper. And it, it was really getting to a point of desperation. So I remember having a facial with a woman, like a really famous company, and she was an expert. And I, I went to her thinking like, all right, she's going to be able to tell me something about my skin, or, you know, maybe she'll be able to help me. And I'm laying there on the table and she's taking off my makeup. And as soon as she did, she just looked at me and said, wow, your skin is so much worse than it looks. And like, I was just like, that that was my reaction. Like, okay, you know, you know, knife in my heart, basically. Um, That also led me to like, to think like, all right, you know, whatever I'm doing right now, it's just, it's just not getting me where I want to be. Like, I I really am feeling desperate, but there's got to be something more. And, you know, I had been raised like my mom who was a nurse, she was just always very into, I guess you'd call it like health food, but she had started like a health food co-op when I was a kid. She always taught me that food was medicine 
and there was a you know a food for every complaint or ailment that I had and it just kept you know me going back to that knowledge and thinking like what I'm seeing on the outside has to be a sign that something is out of balance in my body I haven't been able to figure out what it is but you know, just because I can't find a book on the subject or someone to tell me flat out what's wrong doesn't mean that there's not an answer there. So it, it ended up, you know, at that point in my life, I kind of felt like I was exploring natural and organic products too. I felt like I wanted to go in that direction. But as a beauty editor at a magazine, there wasn't really a lot of room for recommending those products. And we certainly cater very much to advertisers. So this is back in you know, the aughts, I guess, and there really sure. wasn't a presence of natural and organic beauty. So I kind of had it in my mind that I was going to go freelance and, you know, try to write about natural and organic beauty, which is another whole story of its own, my, my like successes and failures in that realm, but also that I was going to become certified as a health coach. So look into, you know, having a little bit more of a knowledge base for what I was writing about as a journalist and from there, just, you know, wasn't really expecting to find motivation or inspiration, but realized, you know, I could really bring it all together by looking at my skin through the nutritional angle. Um, and after, a, you know, probably a year of self-experimentation started to really make progress in terms of what was really affecting my skin, uh, my blood sugar balance, food allergies, nutrient deficiencies, gut health. There's just so many different levels of what I explored in my own body, but from there, you know, took some of that and started Beauty as Wellness, my my coaching practice to help other women just to get the message out. Um, and then it was a couple more years, I guess another another two years when I I really had the idea for Eat Pretty and started that journey, which took another three years to to get to publication. Um, but in, with Eat Pretty, which is you know it's a seasonal guide to the foods and the lifestyle habits that really keep your skin in balance. Um, the goal is just to get the message out there and to make that connection. Yeah, it's such a good book too. I think it. there's nothing like it on the market and just how you walk the reader through, like you said, the seasons, what's why, you know, why there is seasons and there's seasonal food for a reason. And I think that's so important to, to kind of realize because we always – you know, a lot of people get in food ruts too and they just eat the same thing and they don't even realize like what they're eating is affecting so much more than just, you know, their body. I mean, it's their skin and their hair and it goes so, so far. So, yeah. And it's funny that, you know, it took me so long to make that connection personally. So I knew, you know, there just weren't enough messages out there and there weren't enough informational sources out there. For sure. um, for, and, I, and I knew we were really ready for it, too. It's just kind of providing that information and empowering women to, you know, look within themselves. Yes. No, it's so good. Um, so what what does beauty as wellness mean? And I kind of want you to share the mission behind it because I think it's it's great. Yeah. So beauty as wellness. I remember back when I was trying to figure out a name for my website, like a URL and a practice, a name for my practice. And I tried to go through all these creative names and I ended up just saying what I wanted to say. Like beauty is wellness. It's so much more than just what you look like on the surface. It's your overall, the health and the balance of your body. And so, you know, my mission is to really teach women to use nutrition and lifestyle choices to look and feel their best from the inside out. So empowering them 
with their own, you know, knowledge of their own ability to kind of shape their beauty and health lifelong, you know, not just tomorrow, but in the decades in the future, and to really access those healing powers of food and self-care. Yeah, which is so important. <laughs> so important. Um, well, I love your whole philosophy of how our bodies are connected to, you know, our outsides and what we look like and everything, because I think, you know, that connection is so big. But do you find it hard to translate that to, say, a client or I guess people in general that you've come in contact with? Like, I feel like a lot of times I know, you know, with doctors or naturopaths, or I should say more natural health professionals, you know, they say a lot people are just wanting a magic pill or, you know, something they don't necessarily want to do the work that it takes to heal their bodies. Do you find that translates into kind of your practice and what you do? I definitely found that, found that more often in the beginning when I was starting out. And I think at this point, you know, maybe thanks to my books or just growing awareness, I think the women who find me and who become my clients are already open to that connection. They already like understand that connection more deeply than most. Um, so cool. Yeah, it's amazing and it's awesome. And it's almost like there's this level of understanding that we have before we even start. And I really love that. So recently I actually took on a client that was, um, I don't have to go into like the different channels, but it, it was not someone who sought me out directly. And I actually experienced kind of all over again, the, you know, the level of like sort of skepticism and looking for that magic bullet, especially for things like weight loss. And, and now we're like six weeks into coaching and she's a complete convert. So she's so like cool. talking about like how her hair feels different and her nails are stronger and she just like her energy is great. And it makes me feel even better about like, you know, reaching out to anyone out there, not just targeting my little audience of women who are already into wellness and love green beauty, but there's just so much that can be shared with everyone. And just, there's always a little swap or something that you can make that can just, you know, take your health and beauty to the next level. Yeah, I love that so much, especially when, you know, you do convert someone that maybe was on the fence or they weren't sold in the first place. Right. Um, I think even with what, you know, I do as a blogger, sometimes it's, you think, okay, my audience, I want them to just, I want it to be, I don't know, bigger or, you know, you mm-hmm. want to reach more people because sometimes I'm like, am I talking to the everyday, I don't know, green person who already is interested or is it someone new? And I just as much as I love the people that are already into it, I just love hearing the stories of people who have converted and it's working and their life has changed and it's not I just the same way. Yeah. yeah. So that's so cool. I love it. Um, okay. So for those who are listening, they're probably like, okay, so she probably knows skin really well. <laughs> and so I kind of wanted just to get, um, a couple questions in there about like, what is a common improvement people could make to help their skin glow? I feel like, Glowing skin is all the rage and people always talk about it. So definitely. So this, I mean, I would say whether or not you're already super into wellness and you're, you have like a really strong diet, lots of nutrient dense foods, or you don't any kind of tune up that you can do to your digestive health to me always translates to more radiant skin. So think about, you know, whatever food you're putting in, your digestion is going to is going to tell how much of those nutrients you break down and assimilate. So how much of it gets to your skin. You know, your skin is sometimes the first place where you notice when you have a deficiency 
or when you're stressed. I mean, it's like the first place that you notice when, you know, anything is kind of lacking. So tuning up your digestion, which for some people, that's the whole core if they end up having skin issues. For other people, it just, again, takes your skin kind of to the next level. So some great foods for digestion, anything that's going to be fermented. So a fermented sauerkraut or pickle or miso, even just taking a probiotic supplement, all of those things can really help to increase the the quantity of good bacteria in your body, which are going to help with your immunity, um, your, your moods. There's so many other great benefits to tuning up your digestion. But directly to your skin, you know, the better that you can break down and assimilate those foods, the more nutrition that your skin is going to get from it. Um, beyond that, uh, you can do, you know, any of the foods that are going to feed that good bacteria in your body. So leafy greens are one of my favorites. Not only are they nutrient dense, but you know, there was a study recently that showed they're like candy to those probiotic bacteria in your gut. They, you know, those bacteria thrive on leafy greens and they're just a great food for feeding those and keeping them well and healthy. So leafy greens are fantastic. Um, and then making sure, you know, around mealtime, you slow down, you chew well, you aren't stressed, you focus on your food and use all of your senses to to smell and taste and really enjoy and just kind of get back into feeling grateful for the food that your body is receiving. Sounds like a simple idea. It sounds like, you know, how can that help me digest better? But it's a signal to your body to devote more resources to digestion and to make that process more complete. And all of those things will give you a little digestive tune-up that you definitely will see in your skin. No, I completely agree. I think mindfulness when you're eating is so important Um, and just taking time to really, yeah, be thankful, savor it. And I think we tend to just be rushed in, you know, that fast food society mindset. And I think our bodies kind of need to just sometimes relax and enjoy it. So that was really good. Would you say, um, I've read a lot about dairy being kind of a negative when it comes to skin, especially those who suffer from acne a lot. Um, would you say that's true? I, this is kind of a curveball I'm throwing yeah, you, but no, this, this is one I talk about all the time. So there's a couple of reasons why dairy is a, is a trigger for people. You know, number one, some people don't digest it very well just by nature of either their gut bacteria or their genetic makeup. So there's that. If you're not digesting it well, it's going to create inflammation. You're going to get bloating and indigestion, and all of that's going to contribute to your skin issues. Um, dairy is more high glycemic than I think a lot of people realize. I think some people think, um, dairy is like a protein, but it's actually, there's a lot of simple sugars in it and it is high glycemic. So any kind of food that's going to spike your blood sugar is more likely to lead to a chain reaction that's going to produce acne in your skin. So that's another reason why it becomes a trigger. And third, um, depending on the source of dairy, you know, a, a lot of conventional meat and dairy has that kind of trickle-down effect of containing the antibiotics and the hormones of the animal that it came from. So even a small amount in those foods can then, you know, lead to higher levels in your body that can contribute to hormone imbalance and can just be the trigger for your skin. So definitely in some people, yes, dairy is going to be a trigger for acne. Yeah, that's so good. I I definitely think that Overall, I mean, I can tell if I have, I avoid it mostly, but sometimes I'll have it and I can tell even with my throat or you get like a little bit yeah. more phlegmy or, you know, Same different with things like that. 
it's like so, a reminder to kind of dial back a little bit like all right you had your fill yeah exactly um but yeah thanks for that and then I kind of want to talk well I want to talk about your book eat pretty um and you have two more after that which I've read two of them um one of them is more of a journal which I loved as well mm-hmm. But I found it to be just a good resource on um, learning about foods and how they, you know, affect your body and seasonally how you had mentioned that it was kind of written so you're eating the foods in season. Yeah. Um, and so I was kind of wanting to know, like, what was your mission in writing it? And just, um, I guess, what would you hope the reader would gain from it? Or if someone's listening now, um, what would they expect to get from it? Yeah. So, I mean, the mission in writing it was definitely, like I mentioned, I needed this book when I was having skin issues. If I had found a book like this, I think I would have had a much shorter journey. Um, I would have, you know, been more confident in my, my idea that there was a connection there between my skin and my diet. And because I, I really couldn't find this kind of a resource, obviously, like it was on my mind that like this information just wasn't out there in the way it should be. So that was definitely the inspiration for writing it. I think some of the the different layers that came out while I was writing it that maybe someone might benefit from or, or even, you know, expect to find in the book is just kind of changing your relationship with food. So for me, I mean, personally, and I find this with a lot of my clients and just women in general, we are looking at food in terms of like the negative things that it can do for us, like how many calories is that? Is this going to make me gain weight? Um, am I going to be bloated later? Like we kind of look at all the negative potential, um, but you pretty really spins it to look at all of the amazing, the amazing potential and the food that you can bring into your body in the way that certain foods are going to benefit you and nourish you. And it's all about adding in versus taking out. And there's definitely a section you know, kind of calling out the foods, I call them the beauty betrayers that might taste amazing and we all enjoy, but they're not serving your skin so well. So just kind of, you know, naming those, understanding what they are, we don't have to eliminate them, you know, 100%, but knowing, you know, what they are, and then really focusing on bringing all these great things back in, like you mentioned, season by season, um, how different foods can target the needs of your body that change throughout the year. I think all of that is so fascinating, and it ends up just being so intuitive and in touch with nature and the seasons yeah it's so good too because I think so many of us forget to eat for the seasons and we just like I said we get in a rut or we're eating the same foods over and over and I think our body needs variety and you know there's so many different vitamins and nutrients from each food that you can get um so if you're just eating the same food all the time it's just you know on repeat kind of so I think that's so important yeah, you say it really well. Our body needs variety, and um, the bigger variety you can get over the course of the year or any given period of time is going to be great because that means the more diversity of phytonutrients and the more really cool building blocks and and compounds that your body can have to to repair, to defend, to protect, and do all these great beauty actions that it's trying to do all the time. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay, so you do have two more books, as I mentioned, um, Eat Pretty, Live Well, that's the companion journal to Eat Pretty, and then Eat Pretty Every Day, which is pretty much, it's a newer release, would you yeah. say? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it came out the end of um, 2016. Yeah, um, so Eat Pretty, Live Well is a great companion, as I mentioned, to Eat Pretty, and it's basically like a journal where you walk through what you eat in a day, and I love how you... You write down like how you're feeling, um, how your skin looks, 
And I just think that's so great because you're journaling how you feel. And a lot of times people, they forget like, oh, I felt really great when I ate like that. (laughs) Um, Or my skin looked really amazing. Um, And so it's kind of a nice reminder of, okay, this is how I feel. I feel so great when I'm, you know, getting all the right nutrients. Um, Yeah. And and even the other side, I mean, I use it a lot with my clients and we can find, you know, patterns in terms of like, oh, I really didn't feel great after that meal or um, the next day I saw a bunch of break, you know, blemishes and breakouts. So we can kind of connect back to foods that might be triggering inflammation or issues in the body too. So it works, like you said, positively and then also on the other side. Yeah, for sure. Especially negatively, you can yeah see. Okay, I want to avoid that food. Yeah. Um. So, what was the the inspiration to create a journal? I just think it's such a good idea. Um. I know even my blogger friends that we've we've reviewed it and kind of did it, and we all kind of just were in awe of like it's such a good tool and resource. Um. Like, did you find people were wanting more after? Yeah, I felt like um. Yeah, I feel like they were wanting more. So the ideas for Eat Pretty, Live Well, the journal, and then Eat Pretty Every Day, like developed at the same time, basically. So I knew that I wanted to do both of them. But the journal, I mean, I had already been using a lot of these tools with my clients. And so it seemed like something, obviously, it was much shorter to create than Eat Pretty Every Day, which is more of a, you know, it's more of a long form book. It's not quite like Eat Pretty. But I just felt like, you know, I was ready to develop these tools and people were already reading Eat Pretty. So it was only going to help them to kind of go a little bit deeper. And it's almost like you get, you know, not completely, but you get the experience of working with me as a coach if you work your way through the book. So you're you're doing the food diaries, you know, for yourself, but you're, like you said, able to document how you feel, how your skin looks. Um, I take you through overhauling your pantry and setting goals season by season and, you know, different grocery lists for goals you might have. So it just gives you, you know, more of a an insider view of what it might be like to work with me as a coach, but to do it in your own home and at your own pace. Yeah, just so great. And people need that resource for sure. Um, what would you say the eat pretty um, every day is kind of a snapshot, I guess, for the reader? Yeah. So this one, I mean, I, I was hearing from a lot of women who really were loving eat pretty and I felt like the just the approach to food was really changing the way they were eating and thinking, but they kind of wanted more ideas. So, you know, what do I make for breakfast in the morning? What should I do when I get home from work and I'm stressed for self-care, you know, and I, you know, when I work with my clients, I'm constantly like personalizing ideas, but I felt like there's just this core group of ideas that I could share. And I pitched it, I think, as like 200 ideas. And my publisher, <laughs> no, you're going to need 365. <laughs> so it did take, more, you know, then more research and like creating, you know, fresh ideas and fresh recipes and all kinds of things. But basically, um, it is a, a daily guide. So I, again, I go season by season. So you open the book up to whatever season you're in. And each day of the season, you have either a recipe, um, a mantra, a self-care practice, a physical activity, a kitchen tip, just something that is going to lead you to kind of building this lifestyle that supports your beauty and your health. And the goal is that there's, you know, there's so many different types of learners out there. Everyone is kind of compelled by a different style or a different idea. So there's a little something for everyone. It might not be that you like love cooking, but maybe you really love um, your self-care and your, you know, your, your daily care and your exercise. Maybe you'll love those entries. I just tried to make it so there was a whole range of ideas so that everybody could pick up 
a couple of things to kind of then, you know, build that lifestyle. And, and it really is the small swaps and the small practices that you pick up that kind of over time really build into something bigger. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think sometimes people can get overwhelmed, even, you know, they always tell me switching over to green beauty or, you know, trying to switch over to a cleaner lifestyle in general. And they just say, I, you know, I feel so overwhelmed. There's too much. And I always tell them it's just baby steps. You know, it's just one step each day, each week, even, um, or one swap and it adds up. It really does. Yeah. That's a great perspective. I totally agree. Um, yeah, in the book sounds amazing. I need to get it. I haven't. That's yes. Well, I'll make sure you get. <laughs> no, it sounds really great. Um, and I just I love the resources so much. I for listeners, I I really think they are um, just so so much full of information. And it's not even just um, beauty, but I feel like it's so much deeper that you really go and give the reader so many nuggets that um, they can actually tangibly use I don't know sometimes books you read you're like oh that was a great thought (laughs) how am I gonna do this but I mean you actually give recipes and it's like tangible so it's so good yeah that was definitely the point with eat pretty every day is just to be like so many actionable items because when I wrote eat pretty I actually wrote like a double the length of what the the final book ended up being but I had to I had to cut down because you know your publisher gives you x amount of pages and you just can't put anything else in. So a lot of that information that I had wanted to kind of put in the first one was the foundation for Eat Pretty Every Day, just for giving more examples of how to, you know, put things into effect and just to continually feel inspired when, you know, you're so busy, but everybody can take, you know, time to do one thing every day to help themselves look and feel better. And this will just give you, you know, one idea every day. Yes, I agree. Um, okay, what would you say to the person who's tried everything for their skin, or so they say, <laughs> from mm. prescription drugs to harsh products, you know, kind of the whole gamut, um, but still they don't see the results they want to see? What would you say? Yeah. Or have um, them maybe start with, I guess. Yeah, I mean, so I, I'm always of the opinion, like everything happens for a reason, and that's in life and in your skin too. I think nothing is like independent in a vacuum. And, and there's always something that, you know, I think your skin is a manifestation of what's going on in your body. So I would, you know, to that person, look at the big picture and have them be a little bit introspective about what else could be going on. If there was a life stressor, um, if there's something in their diet, they can tune up. If they can pinpoint anything head to toe in their body that stands out is maybe needing some attention. And that might be a place to start, you know, just recording a food diary and then going a little bit beyond with your emotions as well could give you a clue as to some patterns or some places to look more deeply into. And I think even if you are genetically prone to having skin issues, so if you know like, oh, my sister has acne and my mom had it or, you know, I think, you know, or even if you're genetically prone to being like a poor detoxifier or something like that, there's always ways you can change your gene expression and affect the way Um, those genes turn on and off in your body. So you're not, you never have like a sentence that this has to be you. You can always affect that with your lifestyle and your nutrition. So I would hope that that would be a source of, again, inspiration and and hope for that person that there's still something a little more out there that they haven't quite figured out yet. Yes, that is so good. And I love how you talked about the genes 
and how they're expressed and just your whole yeah. epigenetics. I mean, that really is such a big deal. And I think sometimes people think, oh, well, this is my lot in life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be. Um, it really is your lifestyle and like your diet and and how you take care and live your life is so much a part of what happens to your health, I feel like, um, and how your genes are expressed. So that was set, that was so good. Um, okay, so what is your biggest piece of advice if you were to give to anyone wanting to look their best? So, okay, look their best. I mean, there's so much that we can go at here. I mean, you can speak to like the green beauty and how much there is that you can do on the outside. I think just know that there's so much that you can do yourself and so much you have control of. And maybe that starts with listening to your body, to feeding your body the absolute best fuel. And to one thing that clicked for me in the very beginning was realizing that when I ate a particular food, so that food would break down and then on a molecular level, those molecules would then be used to kind of rebuild my skin cells and my body. So what I was choosing, like molecule by molecule, I was rebuilding my body and I was in charge of like what those results were. So just kind of thinking about like this big picture of your body, what you're feeding it, um, the building blocks that you're getting and how much control you have over what those things are. I mean, that to me is the foundation of looking their best. And there's, again, so much out there you can do with green beauty and amazing skincare. And, um, you know, it's all wonderful self-care that you can do beyond that. But I think it always starts with like just feeling empowered and then listening to your body. Yes. No, and I think it's so good. It's really about getting, I don't know, just starting with the food. I think food is such a big thing and and your lifestyle and thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, what what kind of improvements can I make here? And I think truly like when you do start feeding your body the nutrients it needs, you're taking care of yourself, you're going to start feeling better on the outside. It's just going to overflow and and come out of you. It's just a result of, of all the good that's taking place inside of you. And I think that's really what your books are about. (laughs) And you might even agree. I mean, I think some people, when they start thinking about food, then they realize whatever they're putting on their skin is like feeding their body in another way. And I think that consciousness just deepens at that point. Um, you know, whether you start with green beauty or you start with your food, but I think it all just goes together. And then they, they build on each other and that helps you to look your best from the outside too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, products are, are a big deal as far as yeah toxins and everything. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that, yeah, they go hand in hand, but it is kind of like a step-by-step process for, for people. And yeah, um, it, I think it, this book is such a great resource because it really kind of takes you by the hand and it helps you to, you know, not be fed through a fire hydrant, I think everything, (laughs) but kind of walks you through it um, slowly. And so you're able to kind of realize what my body needs. Everyone's different too. I think that's the thing. People always want just like a one size fits all. That's really true. It's just not going to happen. I mean, everyone, every, everybody's body is so different. So what works for one might not work for another. Some That's people can have dairy and be fine. Right. <laughs> yep, those lucky people and all the sugar in the world and they have glowing skin. But, yes. you know, for those of us who maybe need a little more help, <laughs> yes, there's, there's moderation and staying in balance and all these other things we can do. For sure. Yeah, and I wanted to mention, too, that I've made your peppermint cups 
a lot oh, yeah. <laughs> from your book, Eat Pretty. They're so good, you guys. So, so good. Um, yeah, they're a favorite in my family. My husband's grandmother is actually like kind of addicted to them. So I make them a lot for her. Yeah, no, my husband loves them too. I just stick them in our freezer and then whenever like we want something, we just have it. And I'm like, they're technically for winter, but I think we like kind of have done them. Oh, yeah, they're, they're just nice treat for any time well you're gonna love the recipes in the new book because there's even more recipes and I think I've I've kind of gone like to another level with some of them so I hope Yay. that you'll yeah no that's awesome I just remember you had made the peppermint cups on I think it was Instagram stories and yeah. I was like oh my goodness I need to make these <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> um, glad you yeah and ever since then it was like there's yeah they're just so good so, so- I have a recipe on my site where I take kind of the same base, but I make like a blueberry, I think it's blueberry and salted coconut with like the same, oh, wow. so it's more, of a, it's more of like a spring summer edition in case you Perfect. want to change stuff. Yeah, I'm writing that down. <laughs> that sounds so good. Well, the great part about it too is it's so easy to make. They're yeah really easy to make and the ingredients are awesome. So yep. I don't feel guilty for having one. Good, Not at all. <laughs> Um, okay, so where can people find your books? Yeah, so a great place to start is just my website, joleneheart.com. It's J-O-L-E-N-E-H-A-R-T. And then from there, you can check out um, interior shots of the different books. I, I kind of go in depth in what's in all of them so you can figure out which one you might want to check out or start with. And then beyond that, I mean, they're on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes. Um, right now, Paper Source has them and bunch of other places so if you do a google search you'll definitely find some out there perfect and then is are you do you still take clients or is i do yeah so okay um, on my website there's a page to just send a query and we usually book about a 15 minute consult um which is free and we usually you know we start with a conversation to find out if we're a good fit for for each other and kind of go from there perfect yeah definitely check out her website is packful like when I when I was first really looking into you I was just amazed at all that you've done (laughs) that's a compliment coming from you thank you oh no it's like amazing so there's just so much good nuggets I think so a lot of people have can have a lot of things on their site but they don't have a lot of good you know just yeah I recently realized, like, I, I launched the site at, like, the very end of 2009 and 2010, and I recently realized there's, like, so many articles on there that I kind of have forgotten that I wrote, which is kind of embarrassing, but there's really no. so much on there. Like, I'm starting to come back around on topics, so if you search in there, there's, like, something on every topic. No, exactly. That's that's how I feel. It's very well-rounded, <laughs> and even with my blog, I've had to kind of think, okay, I need to regurgitate this again because yeah I'm not great at doing yeah it's when it was a good it's a good blog post or it's a good you know kind of thought that you had but you forget about it and then you're like oh I need to constantly create more when really like there's always you know stuff that you can reuse so much great content there already so yeah thanks okay well um thanks so much for being on Jolene I so have loved it and Um, I hope the listeners, I know they'll just eat it up. Seriously. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yes. And as always, you guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on my blog homepage, or you can subscribe on iTunes by typing in Girl Gone Green, and that's G-U-R-L Gone Green. 
um, and have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.